it begins to appear sometime during adolescence and continues throughout our adult lives. It's birthed as a thought and grows into the spoken word, often accompanied by a judgmental and exasperated tone. If I were in charge. This universal phrase is expressed with deep conviction. We're certain that if we were indeed in charge, things would be different, better, right. Well, good news from Revive Your Work podcast. Finally, you are in charge. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. What is it that makes being in charge so alluring to the human spirit? Perhaps it's that innately, we don't want to be bystanders in our lives. We prefer to be, at the very least, collaborators or co-authors in how our lives unfold. One of our biggest pitfalls is getting clear on what we're not in charge of and what we're actually in charge of. We end up viewing most of our life through the lens of distraction. We get fixated on how we should be in charge of our children, our partners, our community, coworkers, our boss, politicians, all of our energy funneled towards these people means we're forfeiting our opportunity with the one person we're actually in charge of. Us. Me. You. In reality, there's no thing in our lives that we're in charge of outside of ourselves. That's it. And we even struggle with us. Where can we begin this challenging and lifelong journey of being in charge of ourselves? The first step, mentioned earlier, is to release this illusion that we're in charge of anything or anyone outside of ourselves. Carrying the yoke of being in charge of someone else is the biggest deterrent to our own growth and development. Next take responsibility for where you are and where you're going. Whether you like where you are in life or not, it's critical that you take responsibility. You made or didn't make decisions that brought you exactly to where you are today. As hard as that might sound, it's the only way to regain and maintain your power. Refusing to take responsibility is to give your power away. In other words, by default, you allow someone else to be in charge of where you are and where you're going. There are two traps that can keep us from taking responsibility and making self-progress. They're age-old strategies, blame, and excuses. We learn early in life that blame and excuses can often diminish the momentary pain of our actions or non-actions. Then 
Later in life, we learn that blame and excuses keep us hostage, preventing potential learning and growth. Wayne Dyer says, excuses are deeply embedded thinking habits that are preventing you from becoming the person you want to be. Third, make growth and development a priority. You owe it to yourself and the world at large to become who you're intended to be. If you don't make that a priority, no one else will either. Endless and constant demands vie for your attention. Although they can't be ignored, they don't have to rule over you. Carving out time for yourself is not an unattainable luxury. It's a necessary choice. So here's an action step. You ready? Secure 15 minutes of distraction-free space on your calendar this week. And here's your agenda. Think and write on these questions. And your writing should be stream of consciousness. Forget about grammar and punctuation. Simply write what comes to your mind or heart. Here are the questions. How have you been neglecting yourself? How might you give yourself the attention you deserve? What is a major barrier to your growth and how can you overcome it? What new learning or skill would serve you well? Then breathe. That's it. That's a start. Think and write. 15 minutes this week. Fourth, start small. Resist sweeping changes. For example, New Year's resolutions. That's the time where we all decide this year we're going to work out regularly, eat healthy, stop smoking. The list goes on and on. And that's why We never accomplish that list. It's why New Year's resolutions always fail. Think about the common diet mentality in our culture. We embrace this idea that uh, to lose as much weight as possible, as fast as we can, even though it's not healthy, and we know by experience it won't last. We just want to feel like we're making fast progress even though losing two pounds a week over six months is much more effective than losing 15 pounds in one month. So let's be aware of the diet mentality in other areas of our life. We've got a client who we're working with. She's currently the director of operations and she's moving towards a new role, chief operating officer. One major growth goal is delegation. She sees that her ability to delegate projects and equip the right people is critical for her to grow. It's also critical for the people she leads to grow as well. So our strategy is one step at a time, one person at a time, one project at a time. Small incremental improvements deliver long-term growth. Finally, develop a self-learning plan. 
Again, don't wait for someone else to give you a vision for who you are and where you're headed. One of the forefathers of professional development, Jim Rohn, he said it like this. If you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. So here's a few ideas. Implement one of them this week. Browse through the business section at Barnes & Nobles or online at Amazon. Find a topic or author that speaks to you. Then carve out 15 minutes a day to read or to listen to a book that excites and challenges you. Subscribe to a thought-evoking podcast that you can enjoy during your morning walk or your afternoon drive. Watch one TED Talk a week. If you don't know what a TED Talk is, it's time to Google it. TED, T-E-D, Talks. In reality, it's an honor and a great responsibility to be in charge of anything or anyone. Remember that voice? If I were in charge, even if this isn't exactly what you had in mind, it is what you ask for. You are in charge of you. What will you do about it? If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives. 